oh my gosh, this is so good because this is actually what helped me. And it's so easy. Um, ask for it, invite it in to say, I'm open to all of my gifts. Show me how to work. Use me as your hollow bones, like, and just be open, open to the universe and source. And when you get quiet, you will hear it. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of your favorite spiritual podcast, High Vibe In It. Today, we are joined by a lovely guest who I will introduce in a moment, but in the spirit of suspense and wonder. First, I'm going to introduce myself and my co-host, Lindsay. I'm Kelsey Aida, best-selling author, transformation facilitator, retreat host, all the fun things, and I help you to manifest your dreams and love yourself deeply through the process. And my best friend, Lindsay Robinson, is my co-host. She's awesome. She is a hypnotherapist extraordinaire. You forgot, forgot godmother of your children. Who helps people too. sister and president. Dot, dot, dot. And president? Yeah, I can be president. <laughs> president of my life, Here's Lindsay Robinson. Guys, I'm just coming back from being sick like all week. So I apologize in advance. I'm going to be super weird today. Because it's just, I'm so excited to be here. But yeah, she has I'm to Lindsay get Robinson. back into her groove. <laughs> no, this is the groove. This is my new groove. So no, it's not. It's not. Uh, but yes, Lindsay's hypnotherapist, uh, I help you retrain your mind to remember who you are and how amazing you are. In case you forgot, there are people here to help you. And I'm one of them. So it was so nice to be here with you guys after taking a week off. Um, yeah, I'm excited to introduce the guest. Do you want to do it, Kels? Well, you just said you were excited, so go for it. I am so excited. Marissa, Marissa Lane. She is a, I'm going to just say, awesome human. <laughs> and spiritual healer. Because I've been able to talk to her. She's a spiritual healer, soul navigator. We were talking about her mediumship abilities before we hit record. And we're just really excited to talk to her about all the things, how she helps people, what her story is. We have a lot of good questions, and let's just dive in. So, Marissa, thank you for being here. Oh, my gosh. Thank you guys so much. I'm so excited to be here. I love that you're just as excited as we are because I think usually like we bring so much excitement. It's just nice to have a, someone match match our giddiness. Um, yes. But what's your story? I want to get into like how you kind of got here. How did you discover that you had these abilities? Because that's always really fun to talk about. How did you discover this? And how did you really kind of get into this lane of like, I want to be a positive impact in the world and help people using what I have been gifted with? Yeah, absolutely. It's kind of a wild story. So, um, I have been a hairstylist for 20 years. Whoa, we have so much in Stop. common. Okay, Kelsey's not to pause you, but that's weird that we are both hairstylists. We can both talk to dead oh. people. Okay, moving on. Continue. I didn't yeah. know that. Oh, Kelsey I mean, still does hair. I do too. Only one day a week, but you know. <laughs> Me too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just went down to a day and a half a week. So, a day and a half. Yes, good for you, girl. Get it. Oh. Yes. Get that day and a half. Yeah. Where did you grow up, Marissa? So I grew up in Rochester, Minnesota. Don't you I, know that? It comes I knew out. it. I'm from Michigan, you know. And I we have figured. I figured you were from somewhere in that area because I didn't know if it was fully Michigan, but I could hear 
I could hear how you talk and I knew that you were from somewhere <laughs> and okay. I just had to know, you know? Oh yeah, I do know. Um, <laughs> so I've been living in Denver, Colorado and now Littleton for um, 18, almost 19 years and uh, did the hairstyling gig, um, love chatting it up and connecting with people. Then I had my daughter five years ago and stuff started um, really showing up for me and I would be doing hair and I would hear um, voices or like I'd have a really deep knowing that I'd have to tell somebody or like three months later they'd come back and it would happen. And I'm like, what the hell? Okay. Extracurricular, but we need to talk about how our kids have like burst open the doors because I have a very similar story about that. It's incredible. Go. I promise I will let you finish your story. I want to hear this, but everything you're saying is so magical already. (laughs) Which I get full goosebumps, which is spirit like confirming always yes to me when that happens. So awesome. I love that. But yeah, so I just started getting these like feelings. I've had feelings my whole life. Let's be honest. Right. And, um, I would think I was crazy or, um, I would go to psychics and they'd be like, you know, you have this. And I'd be like, whatever, you're silly. Um, so anyways, I, and I've always kind of wanted to be a life coach, but I just was like, I didn't like the name of it. Yeah. And I didn't like, there was a stigma around it. And I'm like, well, who am I to be a life coach? So I always just like threw it in the bag my, um, wildest dream while I was working with a shaman, she was like, what's your wildest dream that you would never tell a soul. And I love this question because you can really dive deep here. Um, and I was like, well, I don't know. And then I unpacked it after a week. And I was like, I always wanted to be like Teresa Caputo, the long Island medium. (laughs) Okay. Real quick. Can I, can I tell you something real quick? So when I lived in LA, right before I moved, I got pitched to actually do a TV show, Kelsey, I don't think I've ever told you this, but I got pitched. They're like, you need to be the hypnotherapy version of Teresa Caputo. And I was like, I went, I even went to like the studio and like pitched them the idea and they loved it. And then by the time the guy got back to me, I was like, I'm like moving. Can you guys come with me? They're like, no, I'm like, okay, well, sorry, I can't not move. But um, yeah, I, I think TV show based on like the hypnotherapy version of Teresa Caputo. I love Teresa Caputo. Love her. And like Tyler Henry, like I'm like, yes but I would never tell a soul because like everybody would think I was crazy. Um, so then I ended up, and this is like a whole nother story, but I ended up just opening myself up to, I kind of got to the point in my life where I had got all the things. I had a successful career. I found my, my man after two decades of searching for him and dating everybody in Minnesota and Colorado. Yes, you know who you are out there. Bless your souls. Packing <laughs> up over here. Kelsey can't even breathe. Oh uh, yes. Um, you know, I got my dream house. I got the I got the guy. I got the kid. I had everything. And then all of a sudden my daughter got a little bit older and I was like, Oh, what's that voice? Oh, it's me. Hello again. And what else is there? I wanted more to life. And so that kind of like cracked open this huge thing. I randomly um, found this woman, uh, my shaman on, yeah, randomly. Randomly. (laughs) Um, Nobody randomly finds a shaman, (laughs) by the way. That's like against the laws of nature. (laughs) That's true. It was like 
I think I hashtag Costa Rica living because this is kind of <laughs> pandemic and we are going to Costa Rica, Nicaragua finally for our honeymoon. And I was like, maybe we should just move there. So I ended up finding this woman, followed her, you know, never looked at it again. A month later, I was like, oh, she sounds cool. Went to her page, urban shaman, um, lives in Denver and in Nicaragua. And I was like, come on, vomited all over her in the DMs. And I was like, I just want to figure out my sole purpose. Like I love doing hair, but I'm kind of burnt out and I know there's something bigger. So I went on a journey with her, um, over a year and just tapped into all of it. And it was just like the floodgates opened. So long story short (laughs) and made hilarious by your sense of humor. Thank you for being so funny. But to be fair, they do know who they are. Okay. They do, (laughs) you know, (laughs) all of us can agree that all of ours know exactly who they are. Oh Um, man. Wow. What a good story. So I have a random question that like may or may not pertain to like the rest of this episode, but out of all the people that you dated, do you subscribe to the language of like twin flames versus soulmates? Did you experience one or the other? Do you feel that you experienced both? Do you not care about this at all? Yes. I probably had both, um, big time. Yes. Oh my gosh. Now looking back and knowing what I know now, I'm like that one, that one, no, you know, like, yeah, yeah. And I had to go through it to kind of, um, heal my own wounds that I had with them in different lives. A hundred percent. Nice. I was just wondering, cause this came up hardcore in our salon group chat the other day. Cause one of the girls is like obsessed with Megan Fox and what's his name. And she was like, ah, they broke up. And I was like, he literally wrote a song about being like twin flames with her. Like, of course they weren't going to make it. Like this was a like dynamic, like faded disaster. Like from the start, they're just meant to like teach each other unconditional love, which does not mean being together unconditionally. Please separate those two people- things in your head. People need to not romanticize this twin flame. Like it is definitely something that is necessary for some people, but sadly, it's not something you would jump into like as as a human being. Like that sounds like what I want to do. Like, because it's people not like that. see the Notebook and they think it's so romantic. But that's but not a twin flame. Literally, I was watching that with Jeff the other day, and Jeff was like, "What about the original guy? He was so nice. All he did was make her happy, provide a great life for her. He never did anything wrong." And then she fucking leaves him for this other guy who was her like twin, essentially in my the way that I like view the movie. And for what? So he could read her books when they don't remember anymore. I mean, the whole thing. We could just do a whole episode about that movie, but <laughs> bullshit that we're programmed into. Yeah, hit all of these things, then you're not worthy. You're not successful. Yeah, just makes me crazy. I don't know. Okay, I'm not a twin flame expert. I know that they're extremely, extremely rare, and I also know that they're not fun most of the time. They are grueling, and they are hard, and they are expansive, and they're uh, evolutionary, like revolutionary and evolutionary, and they're big. And I think that every love story isn't a twin flame. It's a soulmate, but. In the same way that like the most important people to your life who help you grow and expand in beautiful ways are also your soulmates. Um, I don't know. I don't think I've ever had a twin flame. I just think I've had a lot you of would dumb, dumb had had <laughs> Well, that's the thing though. Tell us because- You wouldn't be like, thing, I like, wonder if it was or if it wasn't. No, you I'm would, looking back. No. Like, I grew up, my, my relationships were in like 
the early 2000s. Well, okay, actually, so I have a theory that maybe nobody was be, using these words. Maybe it could be. Ah, um, it doesn't have to be romantic. Thank you so much for <laughs> mouthing that. Um, gosh, I'm going to really edit that part to... out so nobody knows. No one's going to wonder who I was. This is why she's this is why she's my BFF, because she knows, <laughs> like, I'm not going to share this without. We're not going to share it worldwide without permission. Anyway, I, I appreciate you. Sorry yeah, for the I, side. Yeah, you're probably right. Listen, you are actually probably I right. I to get Marissa's opinion on it. because The hardest lessons I've ever learned were with, are still with that. Like, I have to have so much patience. <laughs> more so than anyone in my entire life. And I have always said my that person, had, no one triggers me and makes me angry or, like, makes me the worst version of myself like that person and I have to overcome like so much I have to overcome um and not try to blame it's so hard (laughs) yeah but yeah I think you're right actually yeah I think you're right um anyway let's go that's actually a good segue into what I was gonna ask because you were talking about I don't know you said a word that was good and I was like oh that leads into my next question but anyway the question is so Marissa you one of your expertises, your gifts, your specialties is helping people to hone in on their potential and like remove blockages that are stopping them from reaching full potential. So like, I guess in modern day 2023, what are you noticing are like some common themes of blockages that people are having? And how can we start to navigate those and transcend into the next potential level? I love it. I love this question. So, um, it's always, so a lot of my clients, they're like, oh my gosh, you know, I've, I've been to therapy for like five years and I really worked on like my dad's stuff. And I was like, yeah, no, it's mm-hmm. over and it's your mom or, um, it's usually your mom or your dad, obviously siblings, um, or any kind of childhood trauma, even like the, I have a learning disability several of them. And, um, when I was, as I was a child, um, you know, I thought I was dumb. Right. And so I made all of these armors, I call them armors, right. That help us keep us safe and small. So we don't, you know, um, actually show up as our truest selves. And so nine times out of 10, going back to your question, it's usually these little traumas that happen, um, zero to, I don't know, 12, 14, Mm -hmm. And then also our parents and our siblings always, always, always. Yeah. And so like you take on their stuff and their parents. So I've been dealing with, um, my own healing as well with my mother and like what she went through and her mother. And it is wild. I did this amazing breath work session and my spirit guides showed me that I have the self-worth, my mother and then my grandmother, and then my great-grandmother, and it keeps going on, right? And um, what I needed to do to break it, it was fascinating. And it was like, we had all these chains around us. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. So anyways, going back to your question, sorry. <laughs> There's just so much goodness. No, it's so a much. good story. Don't be sorry. I'm like, ooh, tell me about trying these chains. Ooh, what did they tell you to do? 
Yeah, I am trying not to like hijack this whole conversation about ancestry. I'll just, I'll let you finish and I'll just be over here geeking out. So it's just like, it's usually what we play out in our childhood, right? And what we see and what we create in our today life, right? Because your closest relationships, like me and my husband, we have a dynamic, right? I'm playing that out. And then it's correlated to your business and to how you show up as a mother or a father or all of it. Right. So it's all like this ripple effect. So when we can kind of really pinpoint, so you don't have to, I love therapy. I did it for 10 years, saved my life, but I can literally in one session pinpoint exactly what is holding you back and then take you through the healing process in a really supportive way. Mm, we like that. We like that one session wonder, that one session hit. <laughs> and it takes more. You all know that, I'm sure. She right, I know. But what I'm getting session. at is like some things that might take years in therapy when yeah. you see someone who might not be a traditional therapist and can be really quantum healing depending on the gifts of that person. Like I know that that happens a lot in sessions with my clients too. And it's, I think we need to normalize it and nothing, nothing like bad about therapy. I love therapy too. I have a great therapist. Like that's one of my resources that I use when I need it. Like I love a good therapist, just like the next person, but there are also other people with interesting and very specific detailed ways that they can help you because that's their gift. Back by popular demand, I am hosting another radical self-love retreat this October of 2023. This retreat is for you if you want to heal, play, laugh, cry, raise your vibration, and do all the fun and spiritual things with myself and other like-minded women in paradise. See for yourself why past retreat attendees have called this trip the best week of their life, a phenomenal experience, and totally life-giving. We will be doing yoga every morning overlooking the ocean, healing our inner children, having a cacao ceremony, bonding with other amazing women, sunbathing on the beach, relaxing by the pool, riding ATVs through the Sierra Madre Mountains, and so much more. And did I mention that this retreat comes with one month of coaching with me for free, which is normally $1,200, just another reason why this retreat is so much more than your typical yoga retreat or girls trip. It's a whole week specifically designed and dedicated for your uplevelment and self-lovery. So what are you waiting for? Join us in October by applying today at kelseyaida.com slash retreat. Pro tip, when you bring a friend, you each save $500 on enrollment. So definitely invite someone special. And I cannot wait to see you gals there. kelseyaida.com slash retreat. I think that any kind of, one thing is is one thing and if you can do the one thing cognitive behavioral therapy or you know any like psychology anything like that yeah um it's great but it's cognitive so you're talking consciously but if there's stuff underlying it would take it would take if you're just working with conscious it would just it would take a lot longer than it would if you were like okay now let's go into the deeper stuff like now (laughs) or it takes a lot less time like if your facilitator is somewhat psychic or intuitive and they can just know like what the problem is without having to like explore for 20 years (laughs) right (laughs) exactly (laughs) yeah and and all three of us I think have had the experience um wonderful experience of somebody saying like look I've been going to therapy for five years there's still this thing I can't figure out what it is it's driving me crazy like what is it we've all experienced 
um, that client or those clients that are just like, Ugh. but it's just this one thing. I just feel like I'm almost there, but I just can't get it with what I'm doing. And that's where, that's where this uh, complementary practices come in where, whether it's mediumship or as in my case, hypnotherapy or life coaching. I know you kind of said, Kelsey, I just saw your post too, about like why you don't call yourself a life coach. So this is a little bit of a trend. I think, I don't think any of us really like that term for different reasons, but whatever you're bringing to the table has value. And sometimes it's exactly what that person needs. Yeah. Absolutely. And to shift um, people's mindsets mm-hmm. and energetically shift people's energy. Cause like our bodies are libraries and we hold everything. And so I'm able to do that. And I've created, like, I've had um, a spirit channel through me, like modalities to help people yes. who will get them there faster as well. So it's all the, the combo about all the things, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's like so hard to explain what you do, right? When it's so multi- faceted and multidimensional you're just like I don't know I help people really fast and it seems to work really good so come and play (laughs) yeah exactly I definitely I definitely know that feeling so like what can it look like I guess in session or do you have like a cool story or um I don't know someone you can anonymously tell us about (laughs) yeah I was just gonna ask that yeah (laughs) so like what happens in a session is I get downloads before I meet with them and they'll kind of like pinpoint me to, um, what their pain points are. And then I become the investigator and I go down the thread and, you know, people like a story and they hold on to that story. And I'm like, no, no, I like, I, I, I want to hear it, but at the same time, like let's move faster. So we get down to the core And I also do like soul retrievals. So spirit shows me kind of what, because most nine times out of 10, most people have like a fragment of a soul, right? Where you were zero to eight and something happened to you and it kind of broke something from you. And then you're kind of fragmented off. So spirit shows me what that is. Then we investigate. um, And then, you know, some, a dead person could come in as well, which is such a great gift. Um, one of my clients, I'll share this with you. Um, and it kind of helped heal me and her at the same time, but her father had passed away from COVID and he came through and she was like, I just want to ask him one question. And she was like, if he was vaccinated, would he would have like stayed alive? Would he have lived? And I got teary eyed and I can just feel it coming on. Um, And he said, no, it doesn't matter. This was how it was supposed to go because he also had like underlining um, health issues that he didn't share with anybody. And so this was his way to leave um, without suffering. Mm. And then I was like, so I'm like, I just see him like in this Hawaiian shirt, like smoking in Florida. Like He's retired now. <laughs> I was like, what is this? And she's like, oh my gosh. And I'm like, what? And she was like, he loved wearing Hawaiian shirts. And like at his funeral, we all wore Hawaiian shirts. And I was <laughs> like, you can't even Aww. like, you know, like I get goosebumps. But the other thing with um, how it healed me too, was my father um, has long COVID and almost died 
as well. And he's still, he's doing better, but he's still on oxygen and whatnot. And, um, he gave me that message because my father has guilt as well around it and everything. And they were just like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And, you know, I know vac- vaccine and not vaccine. I'm just surprised that we can say it now, like, to be honest. Nah, <laughs> Remember right? the time we're when not we were all get... saying, like, the poke? Right. And we're now. not going to get taken off of Twitter, at least, anymore. <laughs> Jeez, Louise. Oh. I just think that no matter what you do, you're going to wonder if it's the right thing. No matter what. Yeah. So, especially being the family member of somebody who makes choices, or maybe you're making choices for them, you know, did I do the right thing? Would it have been different? Should I have done something different? And I think if we knew, like I have a very deep, strong belief that we choose our entrance and we choose our exit. Mm -hmm. And there's so much, I guess, healing just in knowing that, like no matter what, this was the time, not just for his soul to learn and to grow and to evolve, but for yours to experience what you're experiencing and still not heal, but move forward and still live and still see the beauty in life. And if we knew this was all part of it, would we feel differently about how we grieve and and our coulda, woulda, shouldas and our regrets, perhaps, you know, I think that there's a lot of value in, in just playing with the idea that like, what if this was all for a divine like purpose? What if, what if he chose this? If he, if, how can I deny him that choice? How can I sit here and say like, that's not your choice to make, you know? I just think it's cute. It's so nice. I know. And like, even my father, like he's still living and there's a reason he's still living, you know, universe, God every day for it. And, you know, he's still knee deep in his own shit right now. (laughs) And he's probably going to listen to this and be like, really, Marissa? (laughs) Hi dad. Hi dad. Um, Good vibes to you. Yeah. <laughs> but he's doing the work and he's meant to be here for a reason. And that wasn't his time. Who you says know? it? Esther Hicks or Abraham Hicks. When you're done, you're dead. I love that. Oh, <laughs> you're, so if you're alive, you're not done. Yes. It's so cute. good. So going back to, I know I go on like tangents here, um, to your question, there can be so much that happens in one session soul retrieval, pinpointing what's holding you back, starting, um, some of the tools that I use in, um, to heal. And then I also can see your body and move energetically the stuff that doesn't belong there anymore. So it's like action packed. People are like, Oh my gosh, I think I need a nap. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes. And water. Energy is powerful. Yes. Yes. And water. Yeah, that's cool. So when you're moving energy with your hands, I'm curious because I do this too, but can you like show me? I, w- I want to see how it goes. Yeah. Like I, so I close my eyes uh-huh. and I'm just like, I like cut, mm-hmm. I like cut, I cut cords. Um, I also like can swoop out and then I like push it down like this. Yeah. Oh, that's um, cool. Girl, well. you're conducting an orchestra. I know. <laughs> it really does look like that. I'm just curious because- It was interesting at my last retreat, something inside of me, spirit was like, you have to use your hands more to move energy because I can Mm -hmm. see like where people's blockages are. And I was like, well, I'm probably gonna look like a crazy person, but let me try. Like all these women are super open to this. So I was like, y'all, do you guys want me to work some energy? And like, I've probably never really done this before, but like, let's try it. And they were like, "Uh, yeah, like, please give me all the energy work. And I was like, so I'm like doing all this dance, like moving, moving energy. And then for some reason, there was a really common 
thing that I was seeing of like threads. Like if I would find mm-hmm. like an energetic thread and I was like pulling, like getting it out, like almost like the thread was like slimy and like a, like, I don't know, like something heavy that needs to like get out of their, their stuff. So for me, it was a lot of pulling threads. It was like unsewing someone in a good way. Yeah. Um, but then I'm also annoying. the scooping. I like how you did the scooping action. Cause I do a lot of like scoop, just take that out, move that over here, put this in, take the thread out, put yeah. this in. Do you make noises? Cause I'll be like, I'll like be like, or no, I'm not like letting myself to be that weird yet, but maybe that's the level. I know it sounds great. And one of my healers now, that's like my coach. I was like, I don't like know sometimes what I'm doing. I just see things and I do. And I'm like, is this right? And she was like, yes, just like keep trusting that, you know, sometimes second guess myself in some of this as well. And I just, I'm like, whatever, screw it. I'm just going to be real woo woo. You guys are, this is such an interesting and interesting timed conversation because every single person that it's come up with, and it's been about four or five recently when I talk about like my work and stuff, they're like, do you do energy work? I'm like, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm certified or whatever. I have the certification from Reiki um, certificate, not certification. Sorry. I am trained in Reiki. That's all I want to say, but I don't really do it. And they're like, you need to do it. And I'm like, but I don't, I trust my hypnotherapy. I trust my ability to, with certain things to read your cards or to like do, do some hypnotherapy or to say things that make sense for you, even though I don't know where they're coming from. I'm good with that, but this is still so foreign because I haven't really like done it. But you guys are just like, just trust it and do it, girl. And I'm you just, just like, try I'm going to just try to do I it. I mean, I don't think that you can do anything to hurt someone when you're coming from a place of love exactly. and good intention. So exactly. even if you were thinking that you're doing it and it's actually doing nothing, which I don't think that's possible. <laughs> but even if that were possible, I mean, <laughs> I don't think like- any damage can be done if you do it with good intent. So that's guys, why I'm never scared. I just My go next for it. session, the cl- I'm going to go, shoo, 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 shoo. <laughs> my daughter yes what is going on I have to tell you guys this my daughter started going like she has food in her mouth and she's like does this when she's done eating and I was like are you done son what and she's like ha 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 so that's her new thing so you know oh I- that's cute my kids <laughs> used to do this because this is oh, yeah. design language you know this is all we taught them cracker done yeah. eat uh, so for anyone who's more. listening and is like, what the F are they doing right Sorry. now? You're going to have to go over to the Patreon, patreon.com slash high vibe. So you can actually watch this episode <laughs> visually because it's we great. We try We're not doing to pantomime, but a lot, of, up- a lot of different motions here on this recording. But um, this is going to sound so weird if you can't see it. <laughs> I like this. This is a really, this is a really nice conversation. I feel very validated. I feel like I'm not the only weirdo. I feel like how weird. Actually, I feel like there are a lot of healing hairstylists because yeah. why else would you become a hairstylist, right? You're like a professional space holder, a therapist. You know, I think most hairstylists have those innate abilities. And actually, my best friend, who's a shaman, he was the person who taught me how to cut hair. And he was a hairstylist. So we're both just like these well, healing and hairstylists. Guys, and you should have seen our salon when we worked together. It was wild. <laughs> the sessions that would go down. Not a lot of people like know this anymore because we've forgotten. But our hair is very sacred. Our hair holds so much importance culturally, um, energetically, spiritually. Like, guys. You guys are do you're in the right if you want to be spiritual go do some hair cuz this is about a spirit it's one of the most spiritual things about us we just we don't I don't know enough about it to like 
teach about it, but I do know that in, gosh, across the board, so many cultures, whether you, no matter what shade you come from, your hair is extremely important. And um, yeah, that's why when you go through a big life change, what do you do? You change mm-hmm. your hair. Yep. Gotta <laughs> you have that it, you new image. Every time I've wanted like to start fresh, I would do my hair differently every single time. Hey, Lindsay here. Have you seen what's new inside my Align Your Mind membership? Members already get instant access to my best hypnotherapy audios, mindset hacks, manifesting methods, and more on demand right at their fingertips. But now when you join AYM, you'll also get a major VIP level upgrade with my brand new goal-focused hypnotherapy toolkits. These toolkits inside AYM are carefully curated hypnotherapy bundles designed with your specific goals in mind. Whether you desire to call in more money consistently, get out of the mindset rut that you're in, renew your passion and confidence, manifest with more ease and power, cultivate more self-love and inner knowing, or finally release the burdens from your past and heal. Once your subconscious mind is on board with your goal, it's a done deal. And that's what my toolkits are designed to do for you. So if you're ready to rewire your mind, release what's holding you back and manifest your desires with ease, the AYM membership is where it's at. Just hit the link in the episode description and start embodying your highest potential. But I have a question for you, hairstylist. Do people actually talk to you? Because when I go to get my hair done, All day I long. like, I don't say a word. I just You're sit the there exception. and I'm like, it feels so weird to talk. But they like try to talk to me and I'm like, yeah, mm, yeah. I don't know. So weird. All day long. <laughs> I feel very lucky. And I'm sure you're similar to this where like all of my clients are like, my ride or dies that have been with me since I shaved my head and started Aww. getting hair, you know, like, wait, are you saying you shaved your head? Marissa Lane, you shaved your head. You've had a shaved head in your lifetime. Yes. No shame, no shame, no reset. shame, no judgment. I think it's incredible. I could never. Before Britney Spears. Before Britney Spears. Wow. Y'all. Trendsetter. <laughs> wow. I knew you had too many cocktails, but you know. I wanted to do it. It's just hair. That's what I was saying. Do you regret doing it? What was that? Do you regret it? Or was it all like, like the day, the day after where you like, why did I do this? This happened. There was a little regret. I'm not going to lie. But then it was fine. But it was funny because I had done um, like a year internship and I was just going on the floor and starting my career Mm. floor with a shaved head. Who's going to get their hair cut with shaved head? Dude, I, some of my best hair te- or nail techs have been people with like the most plain like nails in the world. They, you know, it's one of those things. But. Some of the best tattoo artists don't have a single tattoo. I've seen that. Some before. therapists are batshit crazy. No, I'm just kidding. That was a joke, but that ooh, did maybe. not fit in with the theme of the example. Sure it did. <laughs> you help other people, but you don't have your stuff together. I think it's always easier to help someone else. Not the point we were trying to make. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I love all my therapists uh, out there. I totally forgot what I was going to ask. Well, yeah, one, I was going to ask, people. do you consciously do energy work on the people on people at the shampoo bowl? No. Because I do. Wait, do you- what? Oh yeah, but wait, I don't wait. tell them. <laughs> so what, my clients are listening are like, what? <laughs> I love that. I Well, so when I was first starting this, I was, you know, just telling everybody. And I would be like, so do you want, do you want a spirit? What do you want to do? And then I kind of got to the point where I was like, it was so much doing there. And that, that I was like, I yeah. Play. Cause you probably never got a no, no, thank you. Don't talk right. to my spirit guides or that's never going to happen. Everybody wants to talk to their spirit guides. So you're going to be doing double the work. 
But what are you saying you did at the shampoo? What's happening at the shampoo bowl? I was asking. What well, in the shampoo bowl? it depends on your hairstylist. Well, where they wash your hair in the bowl before you get a cut. When it gets washed before you get a cut, I was saying that I like to do energy work on my clients. So I'll like make the bad energy in their body like go down the drain as I'm like washing their hair and I'll like scrub out all the like impurities and stuff and like get Cute. rid of all the weird energy. And then they're like, oh, I feel so good or I'm ready for a nap. And I'm like, little do you know what just happened? I always get uh, my my scalp is so You're sensitive. Welcome. They always like pull my hair when they're doing my shampoo. I don't know, guys. Like, so not Lindsay's favorite part. Not. And then you really are the exception too... to the rule. Well, maybe I just need to find one of you. I mean, yeah, maybe you I do mean, need I would a talk... better scalp That's massager. not true. I did have one hypnotherapist friend who we studied together. She did hair and she did my hair for the longest time. And we would just like geek out the entire time. So maybe it's just the person. And you guys are both delightful. I can't imagine anybody not talking to you. But um, yeah, and most of the time, if it's a stranger or I'm getting like, stranger danger vibes not necessarily danger but just like I don't know them or have anything in common at all no common ground I'm just like very shy I don't want to do that <laughs> but that's just me I think I don't know but um anyway yeah I like that shampoo idea I'm gonna start doing that to myself yeah do it to yourself oh, the shower magic energy. get that shower <laughs> magic <laughs> hey yes. Marissa one more hair question and then I promise we give it up <laughs> what do you know about the butterfly cut she doesn't know anything about the butterfly cut. I mean, isn't abort because abort. that's not a technical term. Like hairstylists no, but, don't call it the butterfly cut. I think that's just like, isn't that like the seventies or like nineties, like very wispy, lots of layers haircut, so like ferrosity or what are you referring I, to? I can't remember who it was, but this celebrity hairstylist like coined the term. So she does definitely do hair and she did like this tutorial about how you can do it yourself at home and I'm really debating on whether I should do it or not because it seems so easy everybody's saying no can you believe she's asking this I literally already gave her a whole session about how she should not do this and if she does it she needs to texturize the crap out of her ends and it's still not gonna look good I told her I love you I'm calling you out you did not say don't do it you just said be very careful when you're cutting to I said don't do it but you didn't accept my answer you said I'm gonna do it and I said okay if you're gonna do it then this is what you gotta do oh yeah that does sound like me that that sounds like me just wait a Just hairstylist wait. that does razor cuts. I can't think of her name right now Razor um, cut. On, on Instagram. Then she shows you how to do it. I would definitely not recommend that though. I don't want to do any of that. Okay. Every, I have a best friend who did hair for the longest time. And she's always like, do not ever cut your own hair. Do not. But I'm like, I can give myself a trim. Like it's my hair. Why not? I don't know. Plus with COVID, like I'm not going outside. I'm just going to learn how to do it. But know. you did tell me, remember, you said you're going to wait till after my wedding. To do the butterfly cut? No. So you said, I said you said weren't going to fuck like up your hair. Before. I'm not going to mess up my hair. I promise. Because what I did say is if I do it, if I do it before the wedding, and it turns out looking like poo-poo on a pile of poo-poo, I will go to a hairstylist and get them. Because remember, we talked about we like my hair short. We like yeah, it. you look good with short, short hair. That's your saving grace. If it That's looks bad, we grace. just cut it shorter. We'll just cut it. See? You just come, come to Denver and I'll take care of you, sis. I yeah, did, and then you can get the my, best scalp is, massage that you this apparently This is my need. work, but it's very, very, um, my hair was long and I just went like this to cut off the dead COVID hair. Did you guys get COVID hair? I got COVID hair. It was horrible. No, I cut it all off. COVID. No. COVID no. hair? What's yeah, COVID, COVID hair? Yeah, COVID hair where your hair starts A, falling out and B, looking super, super frizzy. 
Um, oh yeah. Well, I didn't get COVID, so I didn't. Get but you've seen. You've never got COVID. Never. You haven't had COVID. Yeah. Maybe you were asymptomatic. My mom got it, but she literally nobody accepts that I've never had it. They just say, "Oh, maybe you didn't know you had it." I never had it. I swear to God. Well, I- let's let's knock on wood. Just told me that you didn't have. You haven't had it actually. So <gasps> confirmed yeah. by the psychic. Yes, I'm I had it, keep but it was on record. It was not that bad. I was very lucky. It was like nothing. I just lost my smell and then I cried. You guys, it's the worst. That would be terrifying. It's so horrible. I was so depressed. I felt like it was horrible, but I got it back. I got it back. Thank God. Thanks, Spirit. So Marissa. Let's talk about something fun. Yeah, I have a question for you. And my question is, what's your advice to people who are like us and they're emerging into their gifts and they're maybe like questioning or like unsure or like not confident? Like, what do you want to say to that person? Because there's a lot of people listening who are emerging into their healer ship and yes. wanting to do it on a higher, bigger, or more professional level. Um. Oh my gosh, this is so good because this is actually what helped me. And it's so easy. Um, Ask for it. Invite it in. Just say, I'm open to all of my gifts. Show me how to work use me as your hollow bones, like, and just be open, open to the universe and source. And when you get quiet, you will hear it. Oh, I'm out. Just kidding. But I love really that. To, like I, I'm a big runner and I run and I meditate. And so, uh, I'm not a great runner, but I'm a runner. <laughs> I'm here for it. <laughs> But I would just, I would go out on a run and I'd be like, okay, I'm inviting you all in. Oh, that's beautiful. And I literally went and I did a workout and all of a sudden I heard it for the first, like really loud. And I was like, oh my gosh. And then I have three very funny spirit guides. (laughs) I feel like mine are funny. I can't imagine me not having funny ones. One is, sounds like, um, Matthew McConaughey, all right, all right, all right. Cute. And then he's like, don't call me Matthew. And I'm like, well, then tell me your name. And he won't. It's so funny. And then the other one's like Punky Brewster. Yeah, I know Punky Brewster. Yeah. I'm like, I might be aging myself here. Never watched it, but know about it. Ah, you know, like rah, Uh rah. And then Pearl, she's the only one that's told me her name. And she's like this beautiful, like, white hair white and she's like oh darling like the grandmothery yeah oh my gosh but I would just invite it in invite it and ask to be shown and if you can get quiet and really tap in to just being in yourself um you will hear it I like that I like that and the most quiet I am is well that's not true I I listen to when when there's any chance of silence I'll put on my history of England podcast shout out but uh I guess I could not listen to it while I take a shower or something and not have it on so that I can be in receiving mode I'm not really usually in receiving mode and then I wonder why I'm like where where's all the knowledge some of my best work is in the shower I do a lot of child work in the shower that's, shower is that's, a magical place. Shower is a magical place. Yes. Oh. Cleansing, 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 all the things. I do a lot of visualization in the shower, but like whilst it's on in the background, I think I just need to turn the podcast off. But I like that. Just ask. We we forget how simple it can be. And, you know, 
for those listening who are i remember in the beginning of the episode you said what is the deepest darkest uh dream you have that you wouldn't tell anyone that Mm -hmm. for some people that's it i want to be able to step out into the sunshine of my gifts and give it to people and and give them you know what they need and be that healing source and that's something that they feel so uncomfortable saying out loud i know Mm -hmm. they do because i've talk to them like they don't they don't feel comfortable being that because the same questions that you had you know like who am I to do this like who am I to do this but we are all that bitch (laughs) yes there's the quote (laughs) I love it and like we can just ask ask our friends for help you know yes aligns with you to kind of you know guide you along the way I help a lot of people to figure out their soul purpose and mm-hmm. like so magical to be a part of that as well, you know? Yeah. yeah. And I think like practice on your friends and family. There's so many people who want to receive like what you probably want to practice. So just put it out there to the right people and, you know, get your practice on, get weird, make those noises, move those hands, do what you got to do. <laughs> Kelsey, I'm going to practice on you if I decide to do energy. Oh my God. Work. Yes. Practice on me. <laughs> Everybody practice on me. I'm here to receive as well we have so much energy in our bodies and like we can create so much that we don't even know Mm -hmm. it's possible I did it on my kid I do do it on my kids like that just just like as a mom like if they're sick um Mm -hmm. what I remember a lot of times but this one specific time my oldest was sick and I could hear him in the next room just like nonstop coughing and sniffling and barely couldn't really sleep and I was awake because I could hear him and it drives moms nuts I just can't it it vibrates my bones in a bad way <laughs> so, so I'm just laying there like this please feel better and I just like conjured this orange like t- to me healing could be green but it can also be like a honey color mm-hmm. like this beautiful like amber so I just like imagined it going from my hands down the hall into his room up into like where exactly where it needed to go and the next day without prompting he goes oh my god I feel like so much better and I was just like wait what <laughs> You do for real. (laughs) But since then, like, especially my oldest, I've taught them how to make the energy ball. You know how to make the energy ball. Just like rub your hands together and you'll feel like the buoyancy um, of the ball. And I I go, okay, now what do you want? Uh, I don't know. I want like um, healing or happiness or whatever. And I was like, okay, where does it need to go? What color is it? Where does it need to go? And he'll just like, they'll put it in their body. So it's so simple, but it's, it really is. You're absolutely right. It's so powerful to just like, as Kelsey said, if it's not doing anything great, but what if it is like, what if it's doing exactly what you need it to do? And it can be that easy to just make an energy ball, give it a color and a feeling and put it where it needs to go. It's awesome. Well, and don't you feel like Marissa that people often write off their spiritual gifts as imagination too quickly? Yeah, I used to do that. I mean, so I know. (laughs) Yeah. And like, we all have it. It's just, mm-hmm. if you want to tap into it and open yourself up to it. And some are more like mine come in by like, um, I have like clear audience very loud. Like mm. I just like plain and simple. So we all have, you know, our unique gifts and it's just how we want to tap into it and what we want to receive. Oh, I love this conversation. This has been so fun. I don't even I know like what I'm going to title. In a meadow. Like, what are we going to call this week's episode? There's like no central theme. I was thinking like hairstyling and healing. I don't know, something cute. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> I like it. I know this has been so great and fun. How so. to be that bitch. 
on high vibing it. <laughs> yes. How to tune into your gifts, how to, I don't even know. It's not really that much a how to. It's more just about Marissa's awesome yeah. story. Marissa's awesome story. Episode 189. Yeah. I um, love it. We'll come up with a good one. <laughs> we'll, we'll think of something. We have still a week to plan this out. But um, yeah, thank you everyone for joining us. Marissa, where can everybody find out more about you before we head over to the Patreon if you have a couple more minutes? But tell everyone your website, your social, give give us the goods. So you can find me um, at marissalane.net and that's where all of the goods are. And you can also sign up um, for the True North community and you can get your free realignment toolkit, which Cute. is how I call in abundance, how I um, consistently make 20 hay months over here with doing both. Um, and just like bringing in clarity, love, abundance, joy, all that stuff. It's an amazing toolkit for you. And then you can also find me at Marissa Lane, or excuse me, Marissa 22 lane on ig that's where i am all the time you can find me on facebook too marissa lane but i'm mostly on the ig i give like tips tricks advice i do lives if you want advice so you can find me over there for love all- tips and tricks who doesn't love some tips and tricks T- tips i almost said tits Absolutely. Tips, tricks and info, info i mean everybody info. does love tits too who doesn't so <laughs> I mean, I, I do think dance a lot on there. So people you can dance. Um, I do dance on there because you're a dancer. Are you, a da- are you a dancer or do you just mom. dance? I just mom dance. Okay. Let's... I love a mom dance. Mom dance. I, there's no professional. <laughs> Let's talk about it. But Amazing. I have a question for you about um, spiritual things, but I need to ask you on the Patreon. So guys, go, jo- go join us. Go join our Patreon. Patreon. This is where the paywall happens. Please donate to the show. We love you all so much. <laughs> perfect shameless plug for the and you get stuff for it it's not just joining and paying but you actually get bonuses and extended episodes like this and we talk about we get we get a way more cash over on the patreon it's it's really fun over there it's a fun time you'll like it we'll see you there patreon.com slash high vibe love you all and we will talk at you next week Bye. bye Thanks so much for tuning into the show. Thank you to everybody who has left a review and shared the podcast with friends and family. We super appreciate it. It really helps the show a lot, especially because our goal is to get over 1 million downloads before the end of 2023. And we definitely need and appreciate your help to do it. You can further support the show by joining patreon.com slash high vibe to get exclusive content, extended episodes, bonuses, and more. Thanks again for listening. We love you so much and we'll be back next week with another new episode. Bye. Bye.